Hey, podcast world. This is Dr. The Gray with my brother, Dr. Pedro Villa. What's up, Pedro? Hey, everyone. Cheers. And uh, we got a special guest. We got Dominic. And, um, What's going on, guys? How you doing? What's new, man? What's going on? Brother, I'm just trying to okay. try and stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> we all doing it. Um, welcome to Beer Fest Friday, man. And, and as you know, um, you know, we talk about CrossFit um, and, and, and life, <laughs> what we're going through nowadays. But the most important thing is that we talk about CrossFit and, and you know, and, 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 and the, the, basically the, 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 the trajectory of, of CrossFit. And there's a lot to talk about CrossFit. I mean, it right always now way, nowadays, <laughs> oh my God, bro. Like, I don't know, uh, our, our, our workout way of life was under stress, <laughs> you know. Oh, really? <laughs> the friends were actually testing me and telling, asking me all kinds of stuff, and um, and we're gonna touch on that, man. We're gonna touch on that, but um, you know, welcome to be your first Friday. Cheers, man. Cheers. If you're drinking or not, Dominic, you I'm know, drinking a no food. Cheers. I need some caffeine yeah. on me. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, man. Yeah, cheers, everyone. So, uh, Dominic from Caution Fitness, is that yep. is that the okay? All right. So the name, I'm, I'm Caution Fit. My, the company name is Caution Fitness. Our DBA is uh, Caution CrossFit Miami Lakes. Okay. Okay. Um, that's, our, that's our affiliate name. Um, I just paid my affiliate fee like three weeks ago. And all this shit went down. Yeah. Um, and so honestly, would you, does that mean I, that you may consider, if this was well, three weeks ago, would you consider, you know, and not only, not necessarily yes or no. But that might be something that you... I mean, look, I've been paying my affiliate fee for three years. Mm -hmm. I mean, for nine years. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think Greg Glassman is racist. Okay? Um, okay. He said a sensitive joke in a sensitive moment. Yeah. Okay? Um, society's going through a lot right now. Um, he said it as a joke. I, I mean, would he have made the CrossFit Games? Uh, would he have made the CrossFit Games a a thing for all nationalities if he was racist? Like, he's he's allowing national champions of all races in all countries to be a part of something that so many dream of going to yeah shit i still haven't fucking made it and i've been trying you know i kind of like stopped trying a couple years ago but you know i still i st i'm still young i'm still 31 years old um i can still move pretty good you know i mean i have certain priorities in my life right now like my kids building my business um i'm i'm trying to execute my future now so that um, realistically, I, I want to work less and make more, you know, as a yeah. businessman and a business model. Um, that's really difficult to do as a gym owner, as a CrossFit gym owner. Um, but I mean, I'm getting there. It's not happening overnight. I've been right. in business for nine years, but you know, I've been able to take over another gym right now. Um, I've doubled okay. my members doubled my revenue yeah Did my, you bring my, that in into caution as well 
or is it a, kind of a separate the the other so, gym that you so back in like june or july of last year i called the owner of what was crossfit miami lakes and he used to be the owner of Lucha Four Sports. I had a relationship with him because um, I used to be sponsored by Nutri Four Sports. Um, back like in 2013, 14, 15, when the brand was still up and popping and stuff. And, um, he split ways with his partners and he kept the gym and shit have happened, but that's a long story. So. I uh, I decided to call him and I'm like, hey man, you know, are you willing to sell your gym? And he was he was like, actually, I am, man. Um, and I'm like, what do you want for it? He gave me a price. I fired back. We went through some negotiations. Um, I actually met him the very next day after that phone call, and Great. I was like, yo, uh, I want to make this deal happen or whatever. And it, it prolonged a little bit, waiting for like the bank and all the bullshit and a bunch of stuff. And by, I would say late November, it was like, okay, it's going to happen for sure. And then in December, and I remember it was December 8th, I signed the paperwork. December 11th, the company was transferred over to me. So Caution Fitness acquired all the assets of Miami Lakes CrossFit. Um, this so it wasn't, was so it wasn't something that you, you opened up a different location. You, you acquired no, all of their members no, and I, their, uh, pretty much. Correct. And, and their equipment. My location, my, my old location was five miles away. And what I did was I basically, prior to me doing this for like about a couple of months, I would walk around. So I'm in Hialeah Gardens and this is in Miami Lakes, um, which is about a five mile distance. And I would walk around to all my uh, members and I'd be like, hey, guys, if I move to Miami Lakes, will you come with me? Hey, guys. Da, 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 da. And they're like, hey, man, wherever you go, I'm going to be with you. Like, yeah. Great, yeah. great, great. Uh, you know, establishing that, that relationship and then, you know, they're, they're going to yeah. follow you. Where, where, where so my members, my members were like, hey, wherever you, caution goes, I'm going to go. Like, I don't care about the drive a little bit more. And I was like, this is awesome. So my wife was actually – don't do it. Like, you really think uh, all your members are going to follow you? Like, one thing is saying it and one thing is doing it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I have a pretty good relationship with all my members. Like, great. I know every single one of my members by name. Some of them first and so, last name. And so did it happen? And everything. Pretty much? I uh, I lost 4% of my members. <laughs> when not I moved. bad at all. That's not bad. <laughs> not at all. Something you said now, when when all this shit hit the fan about Glassman and all that, most of the people that um actually went out and said something about the situation itself, and I don't want to like go more into it, but they said what you already said. CrossFit is a family. You have a relationship, a family relationship with all those. They not only your clients, you know the members. It's, it's like it's the family. That's the good thing about CrossFit, you know. And and thank you for mentioning that. You know that you have this relationship that you were able to actually go up to each one of them and let's say, hey, man, I'm doing this. You want to go with me? You know, this is what's happening. What? It's great. Any changes? Any changes? I'm talking about the simplest changes in the gym. Like 
moving all my bikes from the left side to the right side. Any changes I make, I walk up to all my members and I'm like, hey guys, what do you think if we, hey guys, what do you think? And honestly, majority rules and I kind of go from there, but I always ask, I always ask what, um, what, what people think I should do. So, um, you know, making this move, I made this move and um, by the end of December, my old location was completely empty. I still have three years left over there on my lease, but I subleased yeah. it to somebody okay. else for good. storage. Good, so good. They're, they're, and I'm not even, I'm, like, I didn't care about making money off of it. And it's a friend of mine from high school. He owns a Christmas palace. And they basically oh. used it. So he basically used it to, uh, to store all, I don't know, whatever, Christmas lights. Uh, <laughs> so they, uh, they, uh, they're using it there and they're paying me the monthly rent. I'm not making any money off of it. And I just literally shifted everything over. And at first it was a big culture shock to all the Miami Lakes members. They were like, Oh my God, like we have this guy coming in. Like, um, we don't, we know about him, but we don't know much about him. Like he's going to come in and change this place, destroy it or whatever. And a lot of people were scared at first and then they saw the influx of members and mind you they went from a a, a a classes that had 10 11 12 people in them to 30 people classes they were like what the fuck is this like holy yeah. shit so i was like i'm used to this i'm an old school crossfitter i started back when i had 60 people classes like i programmed for this i can handle this like this is fuck. So then when they saw that I was able to manage it, organize it, we had two to three coaches per class and everybody was getting the attention they needed and we were making it work. You know, the first week was pretty chaotic and then it just started like going on from there and it worked out. Great. Listen, um, let, let me just go into the whole CrossFit thing. And uh, I'm, first of all, I want to say that I'm glad that, um, that everything is working out for you, that, uh, you know, you have this huge classes and, you know, and you, you are able to... Uh, you know, to get two or three coaches in there to pay that attention to individual member. But um, here in, you know, Miami Day, <laughs> in Miami, we just reached open. I, I want I want to hear what's that, that, that first week back and, and, and right. what precautions you're taking, you know, to keep those members, like, you know, from saying, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going because everything is fine and and the precautions are there, you know, the social distancing, the cleaning, and a lot of stuff. Yo, so we're taking, you know, man. we're taking so many precautionary measures, but in all in hindsight, first week, um, I had a lot of members message me back saying that they're not coming back. I mean, a good, a good substantial amount. Now I'm not saying like 50% or anything. I would say a good like 10% or less told me, and, and you know, in hindsight, that's a good 30, 40 people. Um, and they told me, I'm, we're not coming back, Dominic. Like, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still scared. Like, um, you know, it's a lot of people at the box, a lot of things being touched, a bunch of stuff. And I got to respect that. My wife is a nurse. Uh, my side hustle is I'm a PTA. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm a physical therapist assistant, so like I work at the hospital per diem. I opened up my own clinic. We have a little clinic inside the gym that I do like rehab and recovery. Um, 
with that said, um, I understand. I, I, I get it. I'm respectful about it. I've been tested for COVID three times already from the hospital. Um, all negative, but I haven't got the last result, so I don't know for the third one. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't come for me, man. Don't come for me. <laughs> so, um, I was very respectful of that, and a lot of these people have told me, hey, um, we're going to continue paying our membership. Can we keep this equipment at home? And I'm like, hey, you pay your membership, you keep the equipment. Like, I'm not going to tell you no. Um, I have a lot of equipment to go around, so I'm okay with it. Um, what I did ask is everybody to bring back their rowers and their bikes and stuff. Um, so the first week, so what we were originally going to do was 20 people classes. I wasn't going to allow more than 20 people. I got a big space. So we were going to do a 12 by 12 space. Everybody was going to have their own bike and their own rower. Cause we have 20 bikes, 20 rowers. Um, and basically you can fit a box, you can fit a kettlebell, dumbbell, you can fit everything all in there, barbell and all in that 12 by 12 space. So I sent out a survey to all my members. I sent out a survey. I wanted to know what classes they're coming to, how many people are coming back. Um, and, and, and basically, like, that was able to give me some analytics on, like, okay, I have 20-something people coming to the 5 a.m. class, 20-something people coming to 6 a.m. And just, you know, trickle it all the way down to the 8.30 class at night. And we had a large amount of people, like, way over 20 people on, like, at least four to five classes throughout the day. And I was like, guys, this 20 person cap is not going to work. And the way the weather is right now that it's raining one day, it's not raining one day. It'll come out of nowhere. I was like, we can't run dual classes outside and expect the weather to be great. So we got to, we got to increase the amount of classes that we're going to have, the, the amount of people we're going to have per class. So what I did was we, Remeasured everything and we're able to fit 30 people in each class with a 10 by 10 space there's 15 rowers and 15 bikes so there's 15 spaces with a bike and there's 15 spaces with a rower basically the rule is you get what you get and you don't cry okay because <laughs> first come first lucky. yeah you're lucky to even come and work out so you have to pre-register for class you're pre-registering for class and um you walk in with your mask on there's one entrance you walk in with your mask on if you're gonna order a smoothie you order your smoothie prior to class because we have a smoothie bar inside the gym so you order your smoothie prior to class and then by the end of class it'll be ready so you walk out the exit by the smoothie bar and you grab your shape and go no social yeah, distancing in the we need a smoothie bar guys <laughs> yeah we got acai bowls and all man <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, once you're done, so let's say you start the class, you take off your mask, you put it down. Everybody walks in with their bag to their station. There's no like putting your bags in the cubbies and stuff. Um, when you get to your station, you grab all the equipment you need. You still keep your mask on. And then once you have all your equipment and you're ready to start your warm up, take off your mask. Boom warm you up we go through everything if you step outside your square at any point you just got to put your mask on to go grab whatever it is that you're going to grab outside your square when you come back into your square you take your mask back off and whatever we work out as soon as the workout's done wipe all your stuff down we're going to sit down stretch and um go from there if you you go out the back door with your mask on, 
if you didn't order a smoothie, if you order a smoothie, you go in through the side exit that's next to the smoothie bar and you grab your smoothie and you're out. Hey, Dominic. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we touched on a little bit on as far as, you know, CrossFit, HQ, the name and that. I think there's a lot of people that maybe had issues prior and then this was kind of like the, the straw, right? They kind of broke the camel's back. And maybe they didn't see the value in it before, or I don't know the reason why, but kind of what the things that you're talking about right now, are, are those some things that CrossFit as an organization provided guidance on? Or is that something uh, you, your staff came up with, maybe so kind of seeing what's the, going on with other people, other gyms I looked as well? How did you guys come up at, with that? I looked at the guidelines. Um, the, like from, CDC guidelines or what? I looked at the CDC guidelines. I looked at the guidelines because uh, Broward County opened before. Sorry about that. Um, no. Broward County opened um, prior to Miami-Dade County. So I have some friends over there that own gyms. And I, mm. and I said, hey, what are you doing? Gotcha. Kind of gave me a synopsis of what he's doing. And I figured, you know, whatever Miami, Broward County is going to be doing, Miami-Dade County is going to do too. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, okay. How much more different are they going to make it? Uh, or how much more difficult they're going to make it, you know? Um, which I have my own okay. opinion on that. I'm not going to state it. <laughs> um, but so with that said was I waited for the guidelines from Miami-Dade County to come out. And you can't, you can't share yoga mats. I mean, you can't, you can't lend people yoga mats and you can't lend them jump ropes. But everybody can touch the same fucking dumbbell and wipe it down. Why can't you wipe down the fucking yoga mat and the jump rope? Like, really? Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> so I was like, whatever about that. Well, we're following the rules. Okay. Yeah. God forbid somebody walks in. I don't want to. I don't want to get fined or anything. And you know, right. and all no, my members are like towards that. CrossFit didn't really send us anything. I am also what I am very appreciative of, and I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Um, the value in it. CrossFit did. CrossFit did do the support your local box. Okay. Right. And a lot of my members joined that, and we did get a good amount of funds and help off of that. Um, mm -hmm. That's actually been helping us uh, through payroll for our coaches. So I basically got like two weeks of payroll for my coaches through that, and nice. that helped out a lot. Some, I have a very, very, very generous member that he donated $2,000 to the gym um, wow. during this time. And so thankful for him, uh, really. Um, and he didn't want his name to be disclosed, so I, I'm not going to say it. But um, he was just, you know, I, I'm really thankful for that. And that has helped us. And we're going to be giving away, like, the coaches an individual amount of uh, monetary compensation for just, you know, sticking through this with us, whether you got paid or not, you know, um, thank you. Thank you. Because honestly, like some of the coaches weren't making any money. Some of the coaches were just hanging out, waiting for us to open. And I truly appreciate them for them being there and still being there now when we reopened, you know? So um, what, how do you, how would you um, rate, all right, the support from um, CrossFit HQ? in all, all of this situation, okay, from, and I'm gonna put you in the spot a little, from the whole coronavirus, okay, how to handle and, and you know, and the support that they're actually 
if they did. <laughs> Plus, um, you know what? If, if you're subscribed to the CrossFit Journal, they did have some good articles here and there on it. Um, they did send some stuff out, but, you know, you also got to remember, every CrossFit gym is different. Every gym owner runs their gym differently. Some of us, you know, just have it as a side hustle. Some of us run it as a, a priority because that is our primary form of income, <gasps> sort of myself, you know. This is my only source of income. I have no other source of income. But then you have, like, the cop or the firefighter that, you know, they have it. Some of them just to say that they have a CrossFit gym. And <laughs> some of them, you know, just to make a side hustle off of it because they enjoy CrossFit and they like it and it is what it is. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to knock down CrossFit on them not giving us extraordinary guidelines because of the fact that every affiliate is different. Every single no. gym is different. It's also not a franchise. It's, it's, all, it's not a franchise. We're, we're, paying, right. we're paying to use it. It's the not like you're running a Subway or McDonald's right, or something like, exactly, where you have to like do things a certain way. It'll be, there'd be a lot exactly. of guidance if that was. If it was, if it was like, like a McDonald's or a Subway or, 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 or a franchise company that everybody has to follow and structure rules, then I would say, okay, you know why? Because uh, they can come after me. They can come, they can come after the, the corporation and sue it. But as a CrossFit gym owner, they're not going to sue CrossFit. They're going to sue me. Right. Okay, so, so basically, then, then, in a sense, when it comes to help, there was a, that many, that much help. You know, even though you're paying dues and all that stuff, I mean, you know, that, that, that was my concern. My concern is that, you know, like, to have the name, you, you're paying money, you know. Um, yeah, was, I mean... You well, know, you know what, man? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going through through all this shit. You know, I'm not making any money. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. My 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 uh my coaches are not making money. I'm not making money. You know, so you know what would have been cool if CrossFit would have came and said, "Hey guys, for the year of 2020, anybody that has to pay their affiliate fee, either we're gonna waive it, or you just have I to pay a certain." Or you just have to pay, or you have to pay a certain percentage of it. You don't have to pay your full percentage. We're gonna pay fifty percent. Like for instance, um, gyms in California that are still not open uh, because the governor's not allowing them to open, or gyms in New York that are not still allowed to open, and many other states that are still not allowed to open. You know, we're fortunate enough to open, but you know, yeah, I do feel that CrossFit should go by and, and, and help you out in that sense. Now, you know what? Everybody pays an affiliate fee. Um, and, and CrossFit is a business. It's, it, it was a supply and demand business. The, 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 first, the first timers pay a $500 affiliate fee. Then you went to 1000 Then they went to 2000 Then they went to $3,000. Um, I pay a $3,000 affiliate fee every year. You know? Um, I, I just missed the cut on $2,000. I, I opened up my gym in 2000 uh, 12 and December of 2011 was the last month to pay to register your affiliate name to pay two thousand dollars a month a year. You know, whatever it is, what it is, man. It's a it, it's a fucking business at the end of the day. Okay, everybody's here to fucking make money. Whether it's Greg Glassman, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's me, we're all here to to, to supply a living for each other. And I'm not gonna knock it. I really am not. 
But right. as a community, as a whole, as, as the care factor, yes, I do feel that CrossFit should have or still should do something to help out all these affiliates around the United States. Yep. Um, hey, you know, Dom, you just paid $3,000 a year three weeks ago, but you've been closed for three months. You know what, Dom? We're going to help you out. We're going to ju just pay us 50%. Pay us $1,500 a year this, this year. And then, you know, we'll worry about the next year, next year or whatever. Okay, that's nice. You know, sort of like some of our landlords did. Hey, you know what? We'll help you out. You still got to pay or whatever. But, you know, this month just pay me 50% because I understand that you're not in business. My landlord didn't do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I still have to pay. He should have. <laughs> but, Dominic, that's kind of what I was talking about a little bit as far as value in paying that affiliate fee because people do have the option to drop the CrossFit name, not pay the affiliate fee, still pretty much do CrossFit. There's a little, you know, obviously you don't have the name. There's other resources. I'm obviously not a gym owner, so I don't, you know, I don't know what those are, but I think that's what I was tr kind of trying to ask you is, where is the value in it? Because I absolutely agree. It is a business. It is, um, you know, everyone you is, know is trying Cross to get paid in that gives, sense. Crossfit also that, gives the opportunity of everybody to make, make money throughout the year. Um, you know, um, fortunately so? you enough, my gym is, is, is in a state that I can make money off of Crossfit every year. I can make money off of Crossfit every month. CrossFit pays you a monthly fee. Oh, I mean, uh, a fee every time you you uh, you host a level one or host a level two. Okay. You know. Okay. So okay. Okay. I pay my affiliate yeah, fee yeah, yeah. every year, but if I if I host a, a level one every month, I'm I'm making a fifteen hundred bucks every month off of CrossFit. Two months, gotcha. and my affiliate so, and my affiliate fee is paid. So let me be a little more specific. Let's say a gym that didn't have you know, wasn't tied to the CrossFit name versus a gym that is, like you said, they could host a like an L1 course. What else is something that maybe uh, uh, an affiliated gym would be able to okay, do versus uh, uh, where's the value in it versus a, a People can search CrossFit near me. CrossFit's going to mm -hmm. pop up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think more people go to affiliates yeah, than definitely non -affiliates. value in, in, you know, in having that, that CrossFit. You know, um, just in the month of January, I think. I don't know. I made a couple thousand dollars just off of drop-ins. Nice. And, and it wasn't just them coming in and dropping in. It was them coming in and buying three or three or four shirts. They bought a smoothie. They, you know, they, they spent money in my gym. They spent a, a week at a time. Um, you know, people that come from vacation, snowbirds, you know, they come, yeah. they, they come from Canada and they spend a couple months down here in Miami. You know, they buy two or three month memberships. Um, mm -hmm. Nice. You, you, so is that you, though? You, know what? you you catch my drift. Like yes, yeah. CrossFit does give you yeah. the opportunity to to make money. Honestly, you need to put yourself out there. Okay, you know, all in all, like like I said, like what Greg Glassman said was a stupid move. Okay, yeah, it did put yeah. me in the predicament of wanting to, and especially down here in Miami, we're such a multicultural county, uh, state. We're, we're a state full of immigrants. We're a state full of different races, uh, Indians, Muslims, Blacks, Whites, Cubans, eight, uh, like so many. Dominicans. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> Dominicans, exactly. And, 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 you know, like, 
it's it is what it is, man. And, and yeah, yeah, but you know what bothers me? My question was, it, it wasn't kind of like, hey, let's shit on CrossFit. It's actually because I genu- genuinely am curious because now there are some gyms who are detaching themselves from CrossFit. So it's kind of like, what? Dom, you, you live next to a racetrack? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm just genuinely curious because I know, you know, we, we actually had some folks last week who didn't have, you know, they, they haven't been affiliated with CrossFit for a long time. So in my mind, I don't know, again, I don't own a gym. I, I'm just curious as to why, you know, some folks decide to, and it's a lot of it's personal. Um, and I think it just comes down to, I see the value in well, it versus mean, I don't see the value in it. That they stop, do you mean that, that um, people that stop paying their affiliate fee? No, I, I'm just saying some, whether, you know, kind of what, you know, the value in it versus, you know, not. I, and then if there's a monetary value, you know what I, I mean? Feel, like, I, feel, I feel that there is a value. You know, you've also yeah. got to look at like. Yeah, and you answered that. I just want to make sure you understood that it, it's not coming from a, you know, hey, let's sit on CrossFit and you have to kind of defend no, it. No, CrossFit. I don't, I, I mean, I'm, no, I'm not offended at all. Trust me. I mean, I'm no, that you had to defend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, giving you an example is like, I had a friend of mine, and like I said, I'm not disclosing any names, but I had a friend of mine that right before the quarantine, he decided to drop his affiliate. He dropped his affiliate, and three weeks later, CrossFit came out with support your local box. Mm, and he missed out on it. He missed out on an opportunity to possibly make his affiliate fee right back. You know, that his members right. tried to help out with. Yeah. Um, he closed down his gym now during this whole quarantine thing. Um, and he shut down. But, I mean, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I mean- and I, I, I guess, too, where I'm coming from is... So I, I own a franchise and I know that, you know, they provide a certain amount of, um, of ass- assistance, knowledge, you know, they, they, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to do without them, especially starting up. If I left now, it'd be a different story because I know what the hell I'm doing. But at the same time, you know, you have to kind of change everything. There's, you know, certain things that you can, can't do. So it's, it's out of genuine curiosity. And I think a lot of, you know, the questions too are valid in the sense that maybe there's some gym owners who are maybe listening that are like, hmm, you know, what if I drop it? What if I pick it up? What if, you know, so that's, so your experience and your knowledge is super important in, in this, in this case. Look, um, Jason Khalifa. Yep. Just dropped his affiliate fee. I mean, just dropped his, his NorCal affiliate. Yep. And he's trying to create his own affiliate. Yeah. Now he wants, now people are going to follow him to be NC fit. Right. And follow his ways and follow his program. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I tried that NC fit stuff for a little bit. Did it help out on me on my time? Yeah. You know what? It did. I got a little bit more time with my family on the weekends. I didn't have to worry about posting workouts on Waterfly. It helped. I'm not going to lie. But was it for my members? No. He doesn't know who the fuck my members are. He doesn't know what my members need. 
He doesn't know what my members like. He's just giving a general program to everybody. You know, that takes away the community aspect of it. That takes it away from me being the business owner that I am and caring for my members personally. Mm -hmm. So being the individual and stuff. Yeah, it takes away the individuality of your gym. Now you're just following what he's following. You're doing what he's doing. Right. You know, a lot of people don't even know that he didn't become self-made. Comes from a he did it through CrossFit. <laughs> he he comes it from a family with money. His, his, oh, okay. his wife's father, of, his father-in-law is, is a fucking millionaire. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. But you know, wow. he, he, fuck do you become a millionaire off of fucking CrossFit if you don't own CrossFit? <laughs> like, yeah. let's be real. You're not gonna make millions off of owning four gyms. No, no. No, he, really, no. no. he suited no. investors. He suited Cheers. the right people around him, and you know he made it a business. Great for him. Not knocking him down. But no, no, don't no. say that you that you did it on your own. Don't say that you that you're doing this and you're doing that. And it's not. And he calls it world class programming. It's not fucking world class programming. It's bullshit. Orange Theory program is better than him. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, good way of putting it. Tell me, tell you me how what? you really feel, you know Dominic. What? I'm honest. I'm honest. People, some people don't like me because I'm too honest, and I'm an honest dick. You know, which I'm, is good. Be real. real. <laughs> no, you yeah, got, you yeah, got yeah. to, you got to, you got to. Sometimes you have to. Be. That way, I, it, it, it just bothers me. Like I was, I was, I was, you know, I, I, scoomed, I, I, I skipped through, uh, through Instagram here and there, and then the other day he was like live talking to somebody, and some guy told him, "Oh, uh, you know, you're successful because you're a champion." No, you're not. I'm not successful because you're a champion. Matt Frazier could open a gym in the middle of Cookville, and people are still gonna go to Richmond gym. You're not going to be successful because you're like, it's so stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I think you're just, I think you definitely bring a different uh, perspective to it because you're a gym owner of a, of a large gym, you know, prominent area in, in Miami. So you, you're of that mindset and you, you kind of compare and contrast. We're at the athlete level uh, in like Kendall and we work out and we drink beer. <laughs> so it's interesting to listen to it and, and you know, figure your, your perspective where you're coming from in that, in that regard. I mean, Jason Kalipa to I me is, beer. you know, um, I guess. you know, a, a, a dude who owns a few boxes. I know he's done some motivational stuff. I did see that he dropped, you know, CrossFit. He was one of the first guys to come out and kind of say something about it. Um, but besides that, I don't know much about the guy. But it's you know what? I mean, I you got some more I, beef I, about I something else. I'm, I'm more than interested. I went out and I posted something too, and I posted and I posted that I'm going to um stop supporting CrossFit in general, um, just because of the statement that Greg Glassman made. Like I said, I have a lot of multicultural people in my gym, and a lot of people reached out to me when he made that comment. And a lot yeah. of people were like, oh, yeah. you're going to continue supporting this. And I was like, damn, you know, this is pretty fucking hard. 
I have a lot of Latinos, I got a blacks, I got whites, I got all types of races in my gym. And I'm going to like stand up for this. Ah, you know what? I do kind of want to drop my affiliate. It kind of sucks to even feel that because I'm Hispanic. My dad's Italian. Like I've been put through a little bit of racism in the North. Um, whatever. It is what it is. But at the same time, you know, I didn't put my mouth, I didn't put my foot in my mouth, but then I started thinking about it strongly and I was like, you know what? CrossFit doesn't define who I am. Greg Glassman yeah. doesn't define who I am. He stated a stupid comment, but, and, and, and a good, and, and a trainer of mine today, Laura, um, I don't know if you guys know who she is, Laura Gonzalez. Uh, she's the national champ of Venezuela. Uh, in CrossFit, she went to CrossFit Games last year. And she's one of my coaches. And she made a fucking great point today that I was like, damn, you're fucking right. <laughs> um, and she made the point like, um, if, uh, what was that she said? I don't know who she used, but I'm just going to use somebody else. But give an example, um, if Messi comes around and starts talking shit, everybody's going to stop playing soccer? No, because Messi is not fucking soccer. Soccer is the sport. Okay? Yeah. I think the difference there is, let's say, you know, FIFA as an organization or or something like that, or let's say like the Olympics, right? The the, the guys who run the Olympics, um, if they do something or say something, if there's like some systemic kind of, you know. All right. But but I see your point, and and it's a valid point. If if Roger Goodell, okay, the commissioner of the NFL comes out and says. Well, the NFL has its own troubles, and that's, I mean, they're working through that right now. But are they going to stop playing football? No. Are you going to stop calling the sport? No, they're not going to change the NFL. No. But what people no. will do is maybe. Continue, but you're going to yeah. continue playing NFL. You're going to continue supporting the Miami Dolphins. You're going to continue saying that. Well, not everyone, and that's a personal choice. Not I think. everyone, and, but yeah. But for the amount of people that have gone and 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 knocked it down the way they have, and not really like thought about it truly. I'm, I, I, you know, whatever, up to them. Yeah. And but, I think I for mean, the most part, everyone is kind of waiting to see how CrossFit will react to it, right? Are well, they going to – they already – Glassman stepped down. Yeah, and exactly. But, you know, some people are saying, you know, fundamentally nothing changed. So right, I, think, I think in a week or so, uh, there's going to be more that's, that's going to be done. And I think, you, you know, a lot of it – they're going to have to take everybody's affiliate fee for 2020. Everybody's going <laughs> to jump on that boat real quick. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a question. And, um, and this is, um, you know, moving a little towards, you know, the whole thing. In an average. How can I improve in my average, In an average, no. <laughs> That's besides the point. But in, a, in an average, do you think, do you think, and this is, you know, just, you, you think like half, of the affiliate dropped CrossFit or what you think? Like, what's your feeling? Because you're, you're an owner and you, you have friends all over the, the United States. Like, if I drop you know? if I drop my affiliate, if I'll, if I'll lose members, is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is this. In your point of view, when do you uh-huh. think drop the CrossFit 
variation, the CrossFit name from their gym, like, you know, in an average, like, you know, 50%, 40%, 60%, right what? Honestly, yeah. I don't, I, 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 from what if I've heard, what guess. I've read, over 12, over, over 1,200 gyms have dropped their affiliate. That's what I've heard. Damn. That's oh, wow. I know that many. What's the percentage read, yeah. in that? What's and the percentage in that? Like, uh, Dominic? I have like 10%, 20%, honest, you know? So, Brad, he's, he's driving a golf cart. This is the first time we've gone, like, think. on a... On he a think. Like, he's like, yo, bring up, break out your calculator, dog. I, I, want, a, I want percentages here. 45 and a half. Listen, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. Just down here, just down here in Miami. I... I honestly, I took out the name CrossFit off of my, off of my uh, logo a long time ago, just because of the fact that I I got more business when it didn't say when it said when it when I took off the name CrossFit, you know. Oh shit. Um, just because That's people are, some people are scared of CrossFit, but besides the mm, point, like okay, Peak Three Hundred and Sixty, Peak Three Hundred and Sixty said that he was dropping his affiliate. My boy, uh -huh. in, uh, my boy uh, in Broward dropped his affiliate i i stated that i was gonna stop supporting crossfit um i i also stated that i'm caution fitness facility okay i also stated that um i know crossfit soul didn't drop it i know crossfit kendall didn't drop it um some people have said we're monitoring we're monitoring what uh hq is doing so like, I know IMT CrossFit said that. I don't know what time Miami. Bro, listen, in hindsight, I don't give a fuck what anybody does. I worry about my business. And I worry about me, my community, and what I'm doing. I try not to look at what other people are doing because then I got cut up in the bullshit. Hmm. Being real. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, look at, some... I, look at, I look at the special. Like, today, I got an email from a gym in Broward that they're giving away $60 memberships at their gym and this is a gym that was charging like 200 bucks a month i got the email i read it and then i just put it down if i start looking into stuff like that i'm gonna be like damn do i have to start giving away 60 dollars memberships too yeah like yeah, i just yeah, worry yeah. about me man like to be honest with you yeah i i, I don't care about i agree with that i agree with that i think if there's mistakes made i think it's um, important to kind of I, look at, you know, I think, other, I think what other people are doing and, and taking it with a grain of salt. Um, and I think, I think but gonna, to get wrapped up in everybody something. Everybody makes from, mistakes, man. Everybody makes yeah. mistakes. Look at our goddamn president. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God makes a mistake every other sentence. I just fucking rams through the Every tweet. Every like, tweet. Every tweet is something wrong. Every other <laughs> sentence, the guy says the dumbest shit. And then he, he goes on Twitter and takes it back. Like, come on, and man. And doubles down. And then doubles down. Like, He's always yeah. be fucking you know, up like, between. between I make a mistake with my wife every day. And then I come and I apologize. Like, we all fucking make mistakes, man. Like, it yeah, happens. and I guess in business, sometimes, you know, you, you don't want to make, you don't want to look back and be like, oh, shit, I, sh I really shouldn't have done that. Those little Fuck mistakes up. that help you, help you learn, you know, Fuck for up. sure. Like, you know, but, I think later on, I think, I think, you know, let's see what happens, you know, let's see what CrossFit does. Like, no, but I, I, I don't think you're, I don't think you're doing anything 
as far as maybe maybe I stay maybe maybe I I take back what I said in in, in in a few weeks depending on what CrossFit does and I take my words back and I say you know what I ain't keeping my affiliate I well it's I don't not know. I don't think you, it's, it's about taking your words back I think like things are moving fast so it's like at this point this is what I know this is what I learned a week later this is what I know you're allowed to change your mind that's not that's progress it's not hypocritical to say well i feel like this and then two three weeks later i feel like this now because i've learned i doubt it the name of my gym because the guy that i was just speaking about jason kalipa okay Man, this is a bad blood right here with Jason. You don't like him. You don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like him, man. It's you know what? He does have some good business models. I'm not gonna unlock it. He has some good business models. He has I've great heard, ideas. I've heard him on he runs, a few and podcasts runs, and stuff, but uh. runs his business like a business. All right, cool. Yeah. Fucking comes up to me and tells me, Oh, I think the first thing you should do is change the name. Caution. I think it's a horrible name for your gym. Mm. Okay. I see. I see where you're coming from now. Like, don't tell oh, me what to God. do. So if you're trying gym. to brand yourself as NorCal CrossFit and you want NorCal CrossFit all over the world. I live in Italy, bro. I want the name to be fucking NorCal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? Um, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. bro. Definitely. Now, look, Dominique, let me ask you. Um, this is the question we always ask um, the people that we have here. One of the, the key questions that we Those ask. people are going to hate me after this. Don't worry about it, bro. Fuck, you know, that's life, bro. That's life. <laughs> that's life. But um, one of the key questions we ask all of the people that are, are, are that, that come through here to cross through a Beer Fest Friday is this. What is your journey? Why did you get into CrossFit? How did it start? And, you know, now you're a freaking, you know, owner and all that bullshit. Come on, we want to hear the story, bro. Your story. Now it's you, bro. Fuck CrossFit right now. Fuck everything that Glassman has been doing. Now it's you. Let's go, bro. So, um, (laughs) four years ago. Socrates the hype man. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, 2008. It was about 2008. Um, I was training to, for nationals in Taekwondo. I was oh, trying to qualify for the U.S. national team um, nice, nice. in 2008. And a friend of mine, which uh, just recently, I mean, we'll get to that story, but his name All is right, George, man. George Barahona. Um, he was the owner of Nonstop CrossFit. Um, and I started cross. He's the one that introduced me to CrossFit. And I'm very thankful for that. Like, he's the one that introduced me to it. He was Word. the guy that I was training with uh, nationals because he did Taekwondo with me. Um, and he taught me a lot, actually. And I'd known him since I was And um, so whatever, I was training for Taekwondo. I was training for me, CrossFit. And I got to... Oh, we're losing you, brother. Do like... Six oh, kicks, popping, turn around, like we did. And Dominic, kind of, wherever you park, uh, may not. Oh, there we go. We got you. We got oh, you go. back. 
you can see me? Let me take off my Wi-Fi. Okay, can there you, you see go. me now? There we go. Yeah, it's yep. cool. Yeah, now it's cool, yeah. Okay. He, uh, he introduced me to CrossFit, and we would do Taekwondo and CrossFit at the same time. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think those good, yeah, like, go pretty like, good together. Like we, would do, like we would do like six power cleans, turn around, six fast kicks. Six oh, power shit. kicks, like, six fast That's kicks really together. together. That's like yeah, yeah, part yeah, of the like, workout. Like it, was, it was really nah, cool. Nah, so. I don't want that workout, bro. Nah, hell no. It's <laughs> a killer workout, so bro. He, so how he officially introduced it to me was the first time was he gave me the workout friend. I mean, everybody knows what fucking friend is. And yeah, it took me like 17 minutes to do it, strict pull-ups. Like I was dying. I was like, wow, this is hard. Like, and I enjoyed it. I, I always liked pain. I always liked doing stupid shit. <laughs> and then the next day or something, I did like Barbara. Um, and he gave, he kept on giving me like benchmark workouts. And that's kind of how he introduced it to me. And from there, you know, I really enjoyed it. And I liked it. I started following CrossFit.com and getting workouts yeah. and coming up with my own shit. And uh, I don't know if you, you guys are from Miami, right? Right. So you yeah. guys remember Porky's? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five five dollars. In the hammocks. In the hammocks. In the hammocks. So, yeah. I, so there was a porkies in the hammocks and there was a porky in Hialeah. Yeah. And I was I was I would go to Porky's in Hialeah and I'd do CrossFit inside Porky's and everybody looked at like, you weird. Like an asshole. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like straight up, like look at me like, oh who the fuck is this guy? Like doing sumo deadlift high pulls and burpees. Um, <laughs> and with iron weights. So now if you would go like to like a what's that? What's that one gym? The one with the, the red and yeah, one of those, and they have the lunk alarms. So like you have like yeah, CrossFitters, yeah, Planet, Planet Fitness, yeah. <laughs> Fitness. Yeah. Like you, stupid. So, um, I started doing CrossFit like that, and then George tells me, he's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna open up my own gym. Uh, do you?" And I'm like, "How?" So kind of helped him through the process, build the stuff, put up the stuff, uh, the mats inside. There was a small space. And it was Taekwondo and CrossFit at the same time. So it was pretty cool. I would teach, I would teach, for the, taekwondo, I would teach the Taekwondo classes to little kids. And yeah. then I would teach CrossFit. And I was going to school. I was also working at a hospital. Like, hey, I just, a lot of shit going on. Yeah, man. I was going to school full time um, at FIU. I was working at Mount Sinai as an orderly in, in, in surgery. Um, I was um, a waiter at my dad's restaurant, and I was training people. I was just trying to, like, I've always worked. I was hustle. Little, I was always worked. I still hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I have my gym. Yeah. I still hustle on the side. That's just um, in the blood. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the Italian in me. Um, so... I went on and I became a CrossFit trainer and I fell in love with CrossFit. And um, after not making nationals or whatever with uh, the U.S. national team or whatever, my friend of mine that he used to be a, a, a – he was actually my first Taekwondo instructor. I got him into CrossFit. He tells me – his name is Abel, Abel Lopez. Um, he tells me, hey, man, you should try the CrossFit games. And I'm like – Fuck is the CrossFit Games? How old were you at that time? <laughs> and I'm like, what was that? How old were you at that time? 20, 20 years old. Wow. Okay. Uh, I went to my first regionals and I was 21. Um, nice. And he's like, oh, it's, it's this or whatever. It's You compete. I'm like, you compete working out? That's pretty cool. 
Um, I end up telling my mom and I'm like, hey mom, I'm gonna do this CrossFit game stuff. And she's like in Spanish, she's like, Vete para tinga, tu eres estúpido. And I'm like That's like probably the, like the, the same thing as telling a Hispanic yeah. parent that yeah. you're gonna like go on American Idol or something or like do like that's <laughs> great, that's great support. That's great for support for a lot of family, bro. Deja de esa comedia. What is so I'm like, so I'm like, okay, thanks, mom, whatever. So I start doing the open and like, I think it was like 11.2 or 11.3. I finished like 26 in the world on the workout. The fuck is that? And she was like, mom, my mom calls me and tells me, hey, Nick, you're like 22 in the world. And I'm like, yeah, this was bullshit, man. Huh? Like, what's going on? You following me now? Um, and whatever I ended up, I ended up, uh, I, then I got really into it. Like I was like, I was like that, that, that asshole that talked about protein shakes and shit. Um, I, I, somebody came to nonstop. His name was Leslie, um, LA sports nutrition. Um, they're, they're not around anymore, but he came up and I was like, Hey bro, I want, I want isolate protein and i want this and um iso 100 and and he's and whatever he started like sponsoring me and giving me stuff and this was just like a local company you know and um he whatever in hindsight i made it to regionals i qualified i don't know how the fuck but i qualified <laughs> and uh it was my first regional and throughout that whole time it was me saying i want to open up my own gym um, told my mom, my mom again, the great support. That great I had. support, great support. Uh, <laughs> like, no, you're not gonna open up your own gym. That's so stupid. Uh, uh, you're gonna, you gotta finish school. Like, oh, and I'm, I go to my dad. My dad's the entrepreneur, and I'm like, Dad, I want to open up my own gym. What's up? <laughs> and he's like, All right. What do you he's mean? like, Okay, uh, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I actually, I got an investor. Somebody wants to help me out. His name is Mickey. Mickey Cohen, uh, still talk to him. He's a chiropractor. Um, and Mickey's like, Hey man, like I'll invest in you. Like, I like the way you do things. Let's do it. But you got to do CrossFit kids. And I'm like, I'm all in. So Mickey got kind of got that fire under my ass and then calls me one day and he's like, Hey man, I was talking to my wife about it. My wife told me that we can't really invest. And blah, blah, blah. It's too far for us. I live in Why, why CrossFit kids though? Did he have like a kid? I, he was yeah. like, I, I need the, I need the free kind of, I need the had, hookup. Cause, Cause he had a kid and he yeah. kind of, and he, he kind of enjoyed it for his kid. And I was like, yeah. whatever. So, um, he kind of got that fire lit under my ass and then he turned me down and I was like, fuck, this sucks. I don't have an investor anymore. <laughs> so I go to my dad and I'm like, Hey man, like, and my dad's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Nice. So I got together like a price sheet. My dad lent me um, about 30 grand. My dad lent me maybe a little bit more than that. Um, we had a friend that owned the warehouse where we rented. And so the friend rented the warehouse for us. My dad lent me the money to start up the, the, the gym and ran with it. I had thousand square feet was my first gym, thousand square feet. And 
Um, I told the owner of Nonstop, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I found a place. I'm going to be opening up my own gym. I'm on the other side of town. I'm in Hialeah. And honestly, I didn't even tell any of the members, like none of the members I told that I was moving to, to, to open up a gym because I didn't want any animosity. I only told right. him. Um, but then I announced it on Facebook when I opened, like any other businessman would do. Um, and people that knew me, that I was training, that were following me on Facebook at the time, kind of just came over and started. They liked the way I trained. They liked the way I coached, whatever, you know. They, so they followed me like anybody else would do. Like, you know, you like your trainer, you're going to go where your trainer goes. Yeah. Um, right. Definitely and, a, a personality yeah, it's not. Yeah, that wasn't it. like a, I honestly and uh, and to be realistic with you, it wasn't like I was telling people, "Hey, come to me. I'm gonna charge you less." As a matter of fact, that was probably more expensive. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. People will pay for, you know, yeah, it's, man, it, people, it, it, man, where they feel comfortable. They don't have money and they don't got shit, but they're out fucking spending five bucks on Starbucks every fucking day. Okay. Yeah. And then do Maybe the math not. on that. <laughs> um, exactly. So. I um uh, I opened up the gym and I went to my first regionals representing nonstop, but I had already opened up caution. <laughs> um, so I trained through four regionals with caution, um, but still going representing nonstop. Um, okay. Never got a good luck. Never got hey, how'd you doing? Like nothing. Like whatever. I left it out. What it was. It is what it is. Um, but I kept on, like I said, I, I worried about me, you know, I worried about me right. and my business, what I had to do. So I continued yeah. that. And, um, I told myself and I told my dad, I remember I'm telling my mom and I'm like, I just want 60, I don't know what number I can, I came up with like a stupid number, like 67 or 63. I want, I want this amount of members and, and we're good. And... It was like a hundred bucks a month because my rent was like cheap at the time. I was paying like nine hundred bucks a month in rent, and I was like, I just want sixty members, you know, and that's good. Like I'll be making like four thousand dollars a month. I'm so happy with that, you know. Um, I was twenty one years old, bro. Like what, what did I know? Um, and bro, push comes to shove, and in less than three months, we have two hundred and fifty members. The fuck? Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? So we had to get the bay next door. Whoa. And like three months after that, 300 members. Yes. We had to get the bay next door to that. Then my aunt tells me she wants to do yoga. Can she do yoga in my gym? And I'm like, fuck. So we start doing yoga in like a little corner and that starts blowing up. We get the bay next to that. <laughs> Um, so we, we're in a 10 unit, uh, bay, uh, like complex and, oh man, um, we're in a 10 unit complex and I, I have four bays out of the 10 units. Wow. So then Good I man. become a nuisance to the city of Hialeah Gardens because we're in a commercial residential area. So, like, behind me were homes. So all the rattling from the barbells was bothering the, the residents. 
Shit. Yo, yo, Dominic. What's up? Hold on. Let me, uh, hey, Tiff, you want to do a post game and find out the rest of the remainder of the story? You want to keep going? Keep going? Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. And and even after, Dom, if you want to stick around, we're just going to drink and talk shit probably for a little bit. Sounds good, bro. (laughs) Go ahead, bro. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. So I, so I do the, so I, whatever, the, the city of Hylia Gardens tells me, oh man, you, uh, you're a nuisance. You, um, <laughs> you're a nuisance. Like, you're bothering. And I had the cops at the gym, like, every other day. Um, Get the fuck out of because, here. Yeah, because the neighbors were calling, telling me that I was bothering them, that the TV was rattling and shit. And whatever. <laughs> so, the city wanted me out so bad, they took over the lease of where I was at. Damn. Swear. What is, wow. that? what is that called? Wow. Sorry, man. No. I don't know. <laughs> but they helped me find another place. So we found good. another spot, and I went from like thirty five hundred square feet to ten thousand square feet. Damn! Wow. Same price. Um, Do you ever consider buying your own spot, or no? Yes, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. I need about. Yeah. I need about two hundred grand in my bank account. Wow. You want to invest? <laughs> 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 so, so um, tells me. So we move over and I'm like, man, I'm dad, I'm scared. Like I told my dad and we had money at the time in our bank account. And we basically, we used another 35 grand to like move to that spot. And I told my dad, I'm not being that I'm, I'm fucking scared. Like this is, we're, we're almost tripling our rent now. Like we're going from paying like a couple grand to like seven grand a month, bro. Like this is, this is hard. You know, the, the, the big leagues, the big leagues, my yeah, man. the big leagues. And within the year of moving, we were at 405 members. Wow. Um, that was in 2000, that was in 2013. By the Yo. end of 2014, uh-huh. 13 of my members left, 13 of my members left and opened up a gym, all of them, within a three or four or five mile radius of me. Oh, what? Shit. I lost about 120 members. I had a very rough 2016, uh, 2015, 2016 year. Those, those years were so rough for me. Um, just mm. lost members. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was an asshole boss. I was young. I got to tell everybody, young, dumb, full of cum. Okay? Um, <laughs> heard that before. I was, bro. I was. Mm. I was. I was young. I was dumb. I I mistreated my employees sometimes. Yeah, man. (laughs) I was. I was. I was. I mistreated some of my employees. I spoke to them wrong. I expected Mm. more out of them. I. I just. I probably sounds like a communication problem at some point. Communication issues. Still do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He didn't know how to handle people. You know, so I I didn't know how to handle. He probably handled it in his own way. But in, now, in, I mean, in you hindsight, grow, I, you learn. I, I never had a boss. I never worked anywhere long enough to have a boss. And and, yeah. and I'm the type of employee that I'm going to be the best fucking employee. Like, if you ask me to wash the car, I, I'm going to go above and beyond and wash the car. Yeah. You know, but it's different I'm not when just, you're the one calling the shots and then you have to. Right. Because yeah, I expected you know, things. I expected. Yeah. And sometimes without communicating it specifically or, you know. Correct. Yeah. It, it's tough, I dude. It's tough. It. I, I expected the employees to do everything exactly the way I did it. 
You know, right, right, like if right. I told, like I had an employee without that, taking their you know, own personality into consideration, the different them, organizational right, you structure. Them, you told them not to move. Don't move the keyboard. He won't move the <laughs> e keyboard, so he'll eat on top of the keyboard. Ah, like, are you no, fucking asshole? Like, really? like come on, my... bro. Yo, so then I would get pissed. I would get pissed, and I just, you know, whatever. But so I've learned, man. I've learned and I've grown. Thirty years, now, I'm thirty-one now with three 31. kids, <laughs> and I know. Yo, those three know kids will teach you a little something about, like, yeah, man, right? Yeah. <laughs> Patience, so, uh, man. Socrates has eight kids, so that's just no, crazy. he's an expert. Like he's like a <laughs> fucking I guru. Got, he's just I got like Zen Buddhist. I got three kids that I take care of. <laughs> I, know, I don't I got, know. You know Yo, Doc. All right. So, Socrates usually does this thing. Wait. So, really quick. I've yeah. actually, I actually competed at one of your competitions at your first box back, oh. back the in, Kasha, the, I don't even know how long ago this was. 2012. That was the yeah. first one. Yeah. That's about right. And then I went wow. to your, I guess, your second box. Maybe two years ago, one of my coaches competed, so I went in. I'm yeah, just we curious we as to, now that you have absorbed CrossFit Miami Lakes, what, in, uh, what advice do you have for somebody who is absorbing a new gym? What was that? Like, was there any difficulties in that? Yeah, people, people, people were like scared. Like I had people asking me, "Oh, what are you gonna do with this gym? Like, what do you like?" Um, like people saw a lot of people see me, and so a lot of people still see me as a competitor. They're like, "Oh man, this is gonna become a competition gym," you know. And I'm like, not about that life anymore. Like I understand that people just want to look good naked. Like they don't care about getting sixteen muscle ups in a row and shit. Like I understand that. I I understand that there's people that come into my gym and don't even give a shit about hanging on the pull up bar. Like that's, I've realized that I've gone to school. I've gone back to school. I became a physical therapist, you know, like I've done shit that I've realized that this is not, it's not about this anymore. It's about everything. You get me? So, um, a lot of people view me and look at me as a competitor and they were scared of me going in cause they saw caution as that, you know, that you, you have regional athletes at your gym, you know, and, and I'll, and I came in and, you know, I, I showed them they were wrong. And everybody, um, everybody saw that, you know, it, it, it wasn't that, you know, Dom is a different person. And, and also like, you know what? A lot of people think about that competition mentality and stuff, but then when you give them like little advice, like in the middle of their workout to move a little bit faster, only competitors know about that shit because mm. You dealt with it. You were in the middle of it. Like, right. You were at the very right. top at one mm -hmm. point. So you knew what you had to do to get that extra second, to get that extra minute or whatever it was, you know? So when you give like little key points in the middle of workouts and you tell people, hey, you don't have to put both feet in the rower. All you need to do is strap one in. You don't have to strap both because it takes too long to take both out. And, and, and you save them time on their workout or, or, or they've got to move faster and they got a better workout. They're like, damn, that's cool. Nobody ever told me that. And I'm like, yeah, because... Nobody in this gym ever competed, buddy. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Most people are afraid to change. Did you encounter any, like, people kind of like, you know, oh, you're going to change stuff that, around? I, have, I, I had people that were like, um, I had two 
women in per se that told me, hey, can you please cancel my membership? Um, and I was like, you got another golf cart. Um, <laughs> it was like the Jeep um, thing. You're like, beep, beep. It, it, it's, it's a little town <laughs> thing. Everybody has, everybody has a golf cart here. Um, what is that? Like Palmetto Bay? Yeah. PSN, uh, Miami Lakes area. Oh, that's, um, you're from. So I had two girls tell me, hey, can you cancel my membership? And I was like, um, why? <laughs> Uh, they were like, oh, um, it, it's too crowded. Um, I, I can't deal with this. So we're not getting enough attention. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There's four fucking coaches here. Oh, before I used to ask any of the coaches to help me, I'm like, you still can fucking ask. Like, you know, I'll help you out. Just ask. Yeah. And then, you know, people started to get to know me. I started to crack jokes. I'm, I'm a very big people person. Like, um. I can seem like an asshole. I get it. I understand. But I'm a very big people person. Um, I And people started to like get to know me and understand who I am. And you know what? The pandemic kind of did something good for me in a way. Um, I lent out over $150,000 of equipment to people that I didn't even fucking know. Got it all back? So it's, it's all... <laughs> I got it all back. Oh, I got good. it all back. Good, good, good. Good. So that was actually one of my questions because you actually absorbed the gym right before this pandemic. So did you take a hit as far as losing members or did you kind of we just... lost we we between cancellation and freezes and insufficient funds and declined credit cards and a bunch of shit? Mm. We had 167 people down. Um, wow. my rent within the three months was, you know, I was missing $30,000 of rent that I had to pay. Um, wow. that still had to get paid. I paid it. Even though my landlord like was, Oh, you know, just pay us 30% and then we'll do like a balloon payment for the next two years. And I'm like, I don't really like to owe anybody money. So if I have money in the bank account, I'll do it. So the money of the members that were actually paying us, I, I didn't pay myself for 14 weeks. I literally went 14 weeks without paying myself. Wow. Thank God for my wife being a nurse and having a job <laughs> at all times. You know, we, we had income coming Thank in. God. But, Thank God. But it was half the income, you know. I did not yeah. get paid at all. Like, I had one or two personal training clients throughout all this that I was making 200 bucks a week. It wasn't really helping me at all. Um, so, I kept my two main employees on payroll and um, they taught Zoom classes and I taught Zoom classes as well and they helped me out with social media and programming so I kind of gave them things to do so that I was home with the kids because my wife was working and I tried to do as much as I could throughout that time but if it wasn't for me making this move it would have been really hard for me so I'm kind of glad that I made the move because I had so many members still actively paying because I was able to lend out so much equipment that I had yeah. so many people paying that that helped us continue paying rent, continue yeah. paying a few of my employees. I mean, we didn't make any profit. I can guarantee you that. I was like up to here and I was scared like July yeah. coming because I kept on getting emails every day of cancel, 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 freeze, freeze, whatever. Um, and I was like, damn, man, come fucking July. If, if we're still in this right. predicament. This Every month, really, you started, really like, the anxiety starts ramping of up. Of course, man, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you see 
you see the numbers up here in January and February. And then, yeah. you know, February and January were great. And then you saw March was, was right. on its route to be above February and January. And then you just see a fucking incline all the way down. You're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. you know, nobody goes into business planning a pandemic. You know, yeah, you budget your payroll, field, you budget your sure. rent, you budget yeah, your light, your waste. You budget things that a business budgets. Toilet paper, a cleaning. You don't budget nothing. You know? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. So, so it went on from there. So Socrates usually does a bottom line, which hey, is... Big, uh, hey, hey. And, and, you know, I, you know, you know, if you if it's all right with you, Socrates, I'll defer to you, Dominic. And with the with the the last segment being what's next, what's next for you and Kasha? Is that you cool with that? So yeah, I, man. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, I'm cool with that, man. I'm, all right. I'm so what's the bottom thing, line, Dominic? After after Dominic, I'll say one thing and that's it. Go ahead, Dominic, man. So bottom line, like, um, before me moving to Kasha, and you know everybody, this is a business at the end of the day, um. And somebody told me, a, a wealthy man told me this, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live by it. Don't get rich off of your business. Use your gym to get rich. Do, use your business to get rich. I'm sorry. So don't get rich off of your business. Use your business to get rich. Okay. So um, I want to continue my CrossFit. I want to continue my gym, but I also want to continue and do some investments um, in life, sure. um, whether it's real estate property, whether it's commercial property, yeah. um, whether it's like you said to me, buying my own warehouse and starting my own gym in there. Um, I have that business and entrepreneurial mindset of creating more than what I just have inside. I want to create something outside, website, uh, sales online, um, whatever it is, what's next for me is trying to make more of, make more with what I have, not make more of what I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's yeah, what I, I that, that, that's, that's what's next for me. I like, like I said, that's earlier, next, like, next level stuff. Your, because your, it, it really your, is. Your goal in life, your goal in life is to make more work less, right? Right. You know, right. I, 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 I want to be home with my kids every night. I want to um, wake up yep. to my kids every night. I want to take them to school. I want to pick them up from school. I want to do homework with them. I want to cook for my wife at home every now and then. Um, yeah. I want to go on more vacations. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Like, like what everybody, like what everybody wants to do, you know? Yeah. Right. Listen, I now, Dominic. To do my fence and I don't want to have to, do it myself. Hey, <laughs> hey. I like that one. That one I like. I like it a lot, bro. That's me right there. Yo, Dominic. Yo, man, it's been a pleasure, man, having you here. Your energy, bro. Your energy is great. I love your energy. Thanks, your honesty is awesome, bro. Your honesty is what we need in CrossFit, man. Telling how it is. And, and I wish you the best, man. I wish you the best. Thank you. And continue success, bro. And I want you, like you said before, I want you to continue to compete, bro, because you have a lot to, to actually to offer. And you're one of those people that are here in South Florida that represent all of us, man, that here in South Florida, even though, you know, 
we go through a lot of shit and we got all kinds of crazy people and all kinds of different type of people, but we keep it tight. We are united. CrossFit is a fucking family and it doesn't really matter where you come from, where you are and all that shit. We are one family and you know, and you inspire people, man. Continue to inspire people, continue to grow in your business, continue to all your ideas. You got some fucking good ideas, man. And I hope people mm-hmm. out there can, can take some of that stuff, man. Thank you for being in being Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you, bro. Thank hey, you. Dom, was, cheers. Thanks. This we was really fun. appreciate you, you guys coming have out, awesome questions, man. Cheers, man. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Thanks, brother. I ran out we of appreciate it. Appreciate you. Cheers. It's, it's good. I'm gonna it's go so drink good. my lagunitas. I'm gonna go drink my lagunitas right now. Hey, all right. Hey, I love like, uh, that. We had that a few times here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>